Let's bring in Abdur Nameri, PhD and Executive Vice President and Chief Investment Officer at UMB Family Wealth. Abdur, great to have you here on the show. So it seems like uh, there's a lot that can go wrong in the market right now. Uh, even if you're in the big tech U.S. trade that's been so reliable, uh, does that mean the good times are over? Not, not necessarily, not at all. Okay. I, mean, I think if you, you, you think in terms of the, the transitory nature of inflation, and we don't like to say transitory at this point, but we look at the, the distribution of inflationary outcomes. And there's definitely inflation is here, and it seems like it's going to stick for a while. Um, but I think the Fed is, is very, um, very focused on bringing inflation back in uh, without disrupting too much of the economic growth that we can currently see in the marketplace. So I think that, you know, we talk about the good times. Are they, are they back? Um, they're not back, but they definitely aren't um, too far away from uh, what we've been in the past before as well. Mm. Uh, Abduro, what do you think uh, can get us through this patch that we're in right now? Obviously, some clarity on geopolitics might help, but um, uh, hopefully we've still got uh, Abdur's uh, audio, if, uh, uh, if he can hear us, uh, but mine just lost him. Uh, so here's a look at the intraday move as we get Abdur back on the line. Uh, as we try to move off the lows of the day, they are still the absolute lows here for the past month. And uh, stocks now in the NASDAQ are in bear market. That's 20%. Though the S&P is about half that. Abdur, uh, does the bear market here in the NASDAQ suggest the Fed is going to have trouble accomplishing uh, that goal you just mentioned to us, uh, hiking without disrupting? In the short term, um, I think the Fed is going to be fairly deliberate of what they do. Um, and we're not going to see a, a significant hockey stick back up. Um, and so I think they'll be hyper effective, um, but it's going to take some time. It's going to take multiple rate hikes throughout the entire year. Um, we don't anticipate any significant rate hikes or any hikes in between meetings. Um, but I think the Fed will be gradual and actually will reach their targets of actually stabilizing stabilizing the economy and actually making sure price levels are still pretty much in line with what we think the long-term inflationary trends look like. Um, so we definitely believe that the, that the Fed does have the tools in place to stabilize, but more than likely it will not be something that investors see immediately, but they will see it as a gradually increased race over the remainder of 2022. Mm. And uh, it looks like your team generally positive for global markets performance. Uh, if you're positive on global markets, Abdur, do you just start uh, buying the ones that are down the most? Uh, analysts calling some of these Chinese stocks fire sales. Well, what is your thoughts on U.S. versus the rest of the world at this juncture? We think the U.S. is still the best house on the block, to be honest. Um, if you think about the, the durability of, of the U.S. economy, um, it is the largest market in, uh, economy in the world. Um, it's highly durable. The market is still churning out innovation across every sector. Um, and so we're still bullish on the U.S. markets. Now, if you think about sort of emerging markets, et cetera, emerging markets will have some headwinds. Um, the dollar-denominated debt is going to get more strenuous on those economies. And so that's one thing to think about as rates start to really hike. Um, and Europe has this sort of internal issues as well with the um, war in Ukraine and Russia. Um, and so supply chain disruptions on the natural gas side with respect to Europe and other natural resources as well. So areas we're looking at right now is nickel production. Earlier in the segment, you guys talked about the EV. Um, nickel production has a significant component when it comes to steel production and also EVs as well. We've seen a retraction in that market as a result of some of the, the big nickel producers in Russia being locked out, out of the marketplace and not buffered supplies like you see in the oil and gas side. On the oil side, we have supplies that we can tap into to pull those prices back in line, 
can't really do that in a lot of natural resources or the rare earth metals as well. And so we'll continue to see that as an impact on some of those emerging market economies. So, but I think the U.S. definitely continues to be the strongest house on the block mm. at this point. And uh, Abdur, when you're looking at the overall uh, family exposure to markets and how they structure their their assets into stocks versus bonds, we've got another one of these days where everything's getting hit. Bonds are getting hit yes. and stocks are getting hit. Is there an obvious solution to that? Uh, can you walk us through your team's logic and kind of how you're talking with clients right now of dealing with uh, yeah. the bond situation? Our team talked about this this morning, and one of my teammates mentioned that there's no place to hide. And to a certain extent, that's true. And so we think in terms of where we can allocate capital across equities, stocks, bonds, cash, but also real assets. And so we're seeing a lot of opportunity in real assets, based natural resources, real estate as well, and also infrastructure, mainly because on the infrastructure, natural resources, and also the real estate side, there's a contractual ability to reprice with inflation. Um, but that repricing mechanism will be constrained based on wage growth. And as long as we have continue to have modest wage growth, that repricing mechanism can happen. And so we're seeing allocations going into infrastructure and real estate as well. Natural resources, but those are short-term inflationary bumps you see in natural resources, more intermediate to long date we'll see in real estate and inflation. We're still risk on. We pull some risk back. Uh, we've allocated out of out of core fixed. Um, and we've moved duration in because we think we'll be compensated for less duration risk in the portfolio. Um, but we definitely see opportunities in the marketplace, in the real asset space, those can get access, but also in the private space as well, where we still have relatively a lower cost of capital for some of these smaller companies to continue to grow. Oh, great stuff and love the details there. Appreciate you joining us, Abdur. Looking forward to more. Outstanding, thank you. Same to you, sure thing. Abdur Nimeri is the Executive Vice President and Chief Investment Officer at UMB Family Wealth.